Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. I was working for the nonprofit organization that did all the tornado recovery, mm -hmm. right, in downtown Laurel, but they, it's called the Glory House, and they actually just serve the community. They provide meals, they run a, a food pantry and mm -hmm. do all sorts of things. So I, awesome. I was there working and I'd just been there for a couple of weeks and there was a man that showed up. They have this fantastic dog. Mm. Um, At Glory House? Yes. Okay. It's a, he's a schnauzer, but he's not a small schnauzer. He's like full size. Wow. So I don't know if that's a standard schnauzer or if it's a giant schnauzer. I don't know what the right, right. what the designation is. I need to watch a little schnauzer more Animal Planet too. But he's tall. He okay. was like... So I was actually enthralled with this giant dog, and this man shows up each morning, and I f finally come to find out he's the he's the dog walker. He shows up and takes care of, of the dog, and he's in the front yard. And I decide it's been a couple of days, so I'll be friendly. And I step outside to talk to him, and he starts telling me his story. And he had been homeless and living in the park across the street from the Glory House, but. Wait, this is the dude that lives under the bridge? No, nope. okay, separate sorry. separate homeless person. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. actually, this one lived in a park for a period of time, and he he said he was homeless, and that's an interesting story. Like, always find out people's journey to that. That's right, yeah, I agree um, with that. His wife left him, and he everything fell apart from that moment, and that's, dude, like, I, led like him into no the park. no joke, if Ollie left me... And things didn't go right. Like I'm, a, I'm about six months to a year to w away from like living in a park. Like, I, it could happen to me. I mean, I could really see myself, like for real. Right. No. Yeah. And like man living under the bridge, yeah, fishing dogs out of the water. Like everybody yeah. who's ever been behind on a mortgage and on that pressure right. can say, like, I can see where that yeah. guy chose peace yes. of mind. Like you, you were all. God, yeah. We're just one consideration away from choosing homelessness over. But 
Pat's wife left him, and she, in that moment, she left him for another woman, which added a different level of, I think, psychological impact on that. See, this is, to take a jag, I have had this conversation with people before. If your wife leaves you for another woman, in my humble opinion, that's got to take some pressure off. Like, I'm not saying you're happy, like, your beloved wife left. I get it. Like, that's, okay. Hurtful. Hurtful. Like, that's just, that's hard stop. Like, I don't care if she left you for a box of Kleenex. Like, it, she left you. That we get, okay. The left you, what for? Like, if she leaves you for another dude, that has just got to be harder. Like, I don't know how you compete or even, like, it's such an apples and oranges thing. If she leaves you for another woman, like, th- maybe I'm processing how I would deal with it, but I wouldn't hold myself as much responsible. I'm like, hey, She's just not as into dudes. Or you turned her off to the entire oh, yeah. demographic of men. Like, that, you could take that much, much harsher, actually. That's true. Well, I actually, um, like, when I'm, I was in my... When did I, was I in, lose to one guy, or <laughs> did I turn her off to all men? Like, there's... The, no, there's a couple of possibilities. I actually, <laughs> um, during... Uh, I had, like, a, a five-year rumspringer where uh, I had sort of exited my first marriage uh, and was living separate from her. Post-cult. And, well, well, yeah. Yeah, this was my exit from the cult. Uh, I, I kind of got kicked out. And uh, anywho, um, so I had a roommate in Jacksonville. Uh, she was really brilliant. Like her IQ, I think, was in the 180s or something. Good gosh. Yeah, she almost needs to be in an institution at that point because it's hard to function with that much oh, yeah, electrical was, impulses going off in your brain. Yeah, she was insane. And she was working for some DOD um, – uh, yeah, some organization or some company or or whatever that did work for the DOD, like top secret stuff for the Probably Navy. studying her brain. Probably were. Uh, any which way. But she claimed that she had at least two boyfriends that had gone gay after they had dated her. Hmm. And she... <laughs> She was like, I wonder if I'm the common denominator. So that is another. But see, if you've only had one wife leave you for a woman, I wouldn't be. See, that's the thing. If I had two wives leave me for women, then I'd be like, I'm turning my wives. Or you're attracted to strong, independent-minded. Like, it may just be that you're type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just got to find the ones with that personality type. It's the self-selecting sample problem. See, now we're back to the whole thing of why cults are such a great way to study people is you can sort of isolate them from society a little bit versus the self-selecting sample, potentially. I don't know. Now that I say that, that still might not work because we talked about earlier that to join a cult, you do have to be a certain type of person. Anyways, there's a lot to think about here. (laughs) Moving on with your story with Pat. So, Well, Pat found himself living in the park and life was difficult for him. And I just, he he was so open and we had never met. Yeah. This is, hi, like, how are you introducing ourselves yeah. and immediately launch into it? I'm like, well, how did how did you survive those yeah, years? And he yeah. said, people people would bring me things from time to time. Somebody would bring me food when I needed it. Somebody yeah. would show up. And he's wow. like, he said, God always provided. He's like, but I didn't. I don't. He had a Bible and he said mm-hmm. he read it, but he said that's where I got to know God. And I'm like, well, sure. You didn't have anything else going on there in the yeah. park. I imagine yeah. he had your full attention. But uh, <laughs> hope. Is the name of the lady who runs the Glory House, and of she, yeah, like her right? real name is Hope. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I know it's beautiful, it's right? Yeah, but she, uh, they, they would reach out to him and asking him to 
<laughs> we have somebody through the window that is holding up a sign that says breakfast time so that we can, which, can't think straight. Right. Saw, saw so, warnings of food. Saw, saw food sign can't talk. But we'll wrap she, the story uh, with, and then we'll go eat breakfast. They used so they used the dog. Uh, Porter is his name, mm. actually. They used mm. Porter as a way to draw this man uh, uh, who didn't really want to be a part of society and didn't want mm-hmm. to be part of the community, but he wanted to be a part of that dog's life. Aww. And so he would come around for Porter, and they would hire him to walk Porter. And wow. he said, I, I have a that. gift for dogs. He's like, yeah. I can train them. They respond to me. He's the like, dog whisperer. E- very much so. And he's like, this dog doesn't have to walk on a leash. And he's like, now for you, he might have to be on a leash, but not for me. And he recognized wow. that this was an ability that he had. Like a and because Por- gift. Wow. Yeah. And because Porter was such an interesting looking dog, hmm. other people would notice him and then they would ask how? Pat to walk their dogs. And all of a sudden... Wait, how, does, how is Porter an interesting looking dog? Because like, he's a missing, giant schnauzer. Giant schnauzer. Just bad. an unusual breed in Got, the okay, South. I don't feel like he's the only one in our town that I know of. Well, okay. no, yeah. that would have drawn looks also. But right. people don't want to be a part of the misshapen, badly formed That's dog club. But fair. if you're walking a giant schnauzer, they'll be like, would you also like to walk my dog? And suddenly this guy who's living in a park who's overlooked wow. is being asked, would you do this service for me? And he becomes the dog walker. And people in the community recognize him and he has responsibilities and he has a place. And it doesn't take much to draw somebody from a park bench into society, right? Right. And this is, you know, that horrific... Uh, bumper sticker that is like who saved who, like when they're t- talking about their dog they adopted from the pound saved oh, them. I love right. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I like yeah. to think he rescued us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he rescued us. <laughs> um, I get nasty. Um, but I will but say. true story they but do. true story. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, and true story for this guy, it is arguable that Porter kind of saved him. Well, oh, hope. sure. Hope was. We'll, we'll, Grant, give, Grant give had hope, hope reached out yeah. to him, but. Yeah, yeah. but like God uses all avenues, right? For and, sure. And that would not be the first time that I've seen God use an animal to, yeah. to bring healing to a person. So, so that's Pat's. He's telling me his story, but in the middle of this, you know, we could just be candid. And I was like, "How did you eat?" or whatever. But he's yeah. asking me questions about my life too, which it pales in comparison to his. Uh, and well, I mean, I mean, homeless. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. But he, uh, I'm asking. How did you eat when you were home? like? How yeah. how did how did the logistics work? What did what did life look like? <laughs> so. Getting cold. The new message at the window says <laughs> now getting cold. And he um, as he he's discussing how he got through every day. And I was like, well, how? Did, he said God would always provide when I needed it. And I said, well, have you eaten today? And he said, no, I haven't. Mm. And I said, I picked up lunch that was a sandwich and a salad or whatever would and I, the salad hasn't even been opened it's brand new mm-hmm. in, in the packaging would you like to have lunch with me mm. and he said god told me he's like i've been fasting and that's wow. he said i'd been fasting and that's why he hadn't eaten lunch and i said well i have the salad yeah. if you're interested i can leave it with you and he said actually the lord told me not to eat mm. but that i needed to have a conversation today uh, with a human. He's like, because I don't often talk to people. I like wow. my dogs, but I don't like to talk to people. He said, but the Lord told me I needed to have a conversation today and that when it happened, he would provide. So not to be eating until it happened. And I said, okay. Wait, so I have, like, me? I was like, yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, I don't The dots wanna, are connecting in your head. Am I tempting you with this? Or should like, <laughs> should I hide the salad or do you want yeah. the salad? And he's like, let's have salad. Oh, and so, so you were the person God sent. And and that conversation that yeah. was, and I was, it felt, 
I was like, okay, I, like I'm not doubting it. We covered a lot yeah. of ground in the 10 minutes that we talked. Yeah. Um, more ground than it took in the 10 minutes it took me to tell you the story. But he, he was so interesting. So the next day I see him and he's walking the dog and I walk straight to him and we immediately start talking. And he, he's like, well, tell me about you. He was like, who are you? And wow. I, I say, well, he's like, I know that you are um, – that you're married and you got the kids and I know that what you said you're what you used to do as a job and everything's like I know what you are not you've told me these things but who are you whoa and this I like a little like yeah guru. he's like he said stop telling me what you aren't and tell me what you are that's what he uh, said and I, love that, I stopped because I didn't have an answer and that's he he just said you've you have been identifying yourself by all the things. He mm-hmm. was like, the small logistics are things that you do. You're a mother, you're, you're a mm-hmm. wife or whatever. He said, but you, when I ask you who you are, you only know how to tell me what you can't do. I'm asking you what, what you are. Who mm-hmm. are you? And that was the conversation for that day. And I didn't have an answer. And I thought about it all afternoon. And the next day I was looking forward to kind of diving into another conversation with Pat the dog walker. But Pat the dog walker wasn't there. And he wasn't there the next day. And he wasn't there the next day. And after about a week, I left that and went back to my regular job. I stopped working for the nonprofit and went back to my other job. Two or three months later, I found myself in the hospital because my grandmother um, had gotten sick. And she was... She was uh, dying, actually, that day. Mm. And they moved her to the floor of the hospital where things are quiet and calm and they help you make that transition. And Mm. the kindest little nurse's aide comes in Mm -hmm. and she's chatting and she sees that we're in a hard time. And she tells me that she had recently gone through a loss, that she had lost her father-in-law. And for no reason at all, I just said, was your father-in-law Pat? No. And she she looked at me and she's like, did you know Pat? And I was like, Pat the dog walker? And she's like, yes. Oh, my God. I don't know how I knew. I'm I'm talking about zero indication that she was connected to him, but it's just, I just knew. You just, in your spirit, She had moved from, I think, Washington State and had come to this community. And uh, she's like, I married his son and he, his parents, yeah, his dad, like that story is true. And I said, was Pat special? Did he really, like, did this conversation happen is what I was asking her. She's like, yes. He was real. That is how that happened. And she said he lived in that park during that time. um, His son was homeless and some teachers, like, helped give him a place to live and and get him through school. She's like, that's, my husband was on the back end of that. And then he becomes an adult and ends up providing a place for his his mother and his father ended up living with him. So Wow, really? Yeah, what? Because his mother, after going off on her way, had gotten sick and he comes back and cares for them and they both died within a couple months of each other. So it was a lot Wait, for him is... to go through. Wow. Tons. This is a mind blowing yeah, story. It was. It was a really mind blowing story, but I just I said it was a special conversation that I had with him. Mm. Was that real? And she was like, that was very much real. And she was there with me in that moment, like those final moments that were difficult for me, but she was just this soothing presence. And I just thought, how interesting that Pat energy just kind of flowed Mm. right back around and that this kind person was there in those moments. And um, her mother-in-law had just passed and they were uh, collecting the money to to bury her. So I was able to reach back out to the nonprofit and say like, hey, get in touch with them because, and they didn't know it at the time, incidentally, 
the people who run the nonprofit were also on another floor of the hotel because they had a family death that they were walking through the same uh, moment. Hotel or hospital? At the hospital. Did I say hotel? So sorry. Different floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the same experience. But, you know, they were in the same hospital. Okay, yeah, yeah. Losing a family member at the same time. Oh, God. Wow. It was uh, was just like a lot of threads braided together into the same story. Um, And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all roses or anything. Right, right, right. it was still kind of connected in a weird way. Yeah, this thread of beauty through all this, like, pain and suffering. Pat the dog walker. Pat the dog walker. Wow. Okay. Was, so, was final question before we end the story and go eat breakfast, which is getting cold. Which they, now it's lunchtime. So yeah, yeah, exactly. What better time to eat breakfast? <laughs> exactly. Cold. Um, what's the answer to the question that Pat asked you? I've thought about it ever since, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm still not entirely sure. Okay. But it changes the way you proceed when you have that th- that question in your mind. It's good. Yeah, a good I agree. question, and I think that's the value of a therapist is mm-hmm. they ask good questions. Yeah. Your wife has asked me a question that reframed my entire past year. Yeah, yeah. Ollie is uh, good at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. A good question is the key to a lot of personal development. You know, good rabbis. That was part of like you know Jesus being a good rabbi and and just good rabbis in general. Like part of their whole thing is not just telling you you know, proverbs of, like, great wisdom, but is also asking great questions that cause you to think deeply about yourself. And like you said, great therapists, same thing. And same with political philosophers, Socrates. Mm. This whole oh, Socratic yeah, yeah. method comes back to just yeah, asking true, true. people the questions that makes them think. Yeah. So, anyway, who are you? Not who are you not, what are you not, mm. what are your connections and accomplishments, but who are you? Um, keep it in the back of your mind. It's good. That was amazing. Do you want something to eat? Let's do it. Do you want to go get some Kool-Aid? <laughs> I cannot believe you haven't had Kool-Aid. And you haven't seen the Smurfs. What was the other thing that I asked you about? And you were like, no, doctor. Oh, no, puppets. <sighs> yeah, no puppets. Sesame Street and the Muppets. Have you ever watched any of the Muppet shows? I mean, I am aware of their existence, but no, I've, I've never. I think you might enjoy. Oh, they're actually eating. Let's go do this. Do it. Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, Please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.